right, the current events prophecy message for this week will be coronavirus and the plagues of Mystery Babylon. I'm going to start this out by reading a verse from the great book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. You know, several years ago, I did a series of studies about Mystery Babylon, the great harlot of Revelation, and and how and the, and how we saw some striking similarities between it and New York City. Both are seen as the capital of world trade, luxury, and sin. And interestingly, for those of us in our 40s, two major events have changed our life in so many ways. And both of those major events were kind of centered around New York City. The terrorist attacks on September 11th, 2001, and now the coronavirus in 2020. Um, Because as I speak, New York is currently the hardest hit city in the United States reporting 114,174 cases of confirmed coronavirus and um, currently has 3,565 deaths. Okay, so uh, in the United States, the epicenter of the coronavirus, the COVID-19 outbreak, is happening in New York City. And again, those of us that are in our 40s, Uh, or 50s or even 60s, 9-11 and the coronavirus are the two major events that we will always remember because they they changed our way of life. I mean, never before have we had states shut down everything except for non-essential travel and businesses. Um, So my question is, is this a coincidence that two major events for America, two major uh, life-changing events in America were centered around, uh, not Jerusalem, but uh, uh, New York City. Is, is God trying to tell us something? Are we supposed to be alert about something? Well, let's take a closer look at Mystery Babylon here. Um, and, and I'm going to draw a little bit of a parallel between it and New York City. Okay, Mystery Babylon, we know symbolizes, uh, those of you who have studied it for years, know that it, study, that it symbolizes globalism, a globalist system, and, um, and so forth. So we're going to look at that connection there. And also, well, first off, I'm going to say this. Many people would object to me saying that New York City is personified by Mystery Babylon or that New York City is a type of Mystery Babylon because they'll say, no, no, Mystery Babylon is Jerusalem or Mystery Babylon is Mecca or Mystery Babylon is Rome or or, or something like that. Um, And I would readily admit, yeah, you know, it's possible that New York City isn't Mystery Babylon. Uh, Ultimately, Mystery Babylon could be some other city, um, you know, that we will see a rise in the future that will be the center of world commerce and trade and, and finance and politics and so forth. But, but I, I believe that misses the point. If we're going to sit here and argue about, no, New York isn't Mystery Babylon, it's Jerusalem or it's Mecca or it's something else. Because every generation uh, can learn from the warnings 
given to us by God in Revelation chapter 17 and 18 concerning mystery Babylon. Um, Because, like I said, she's a type of worldliness. She's a type of uh, fulfilling the lusts of the flesh. And on and on the list goes. We'll see some of those things as we begin reading uh, through Revelation 18 a little bit here. Um, but But the lesson really remains the same. Don't be deceived or allow yourself to be seduced by worldly wiles. And God's message here, just like this verse says, he says, come out of her, my people. So if you say, well, New York City really isn't Mystery Babylon. Okay, so is it okay that we... um, stand behind everything that New York City promotes, all of the uh, different uh, things that she promotes in our culture, in our economy, and so forth. Are all those things okay? Then obviously not. So any big city really, if, it, if, you, if you boil it down, any big city really today on the, on the face of the earth is a type of or a daughter of Mystery Babylon, the Great. So... Until that city comes into view, into plain view, and everybody, all Bible scholars and Christians around the world can say, yeah, that's Mystery Babylon for sure. We must look, we must look at whatever city best fits her description right now and heed those warnings. Um, Those of you who know, I mean, everybody should kind of know a little bit about New York City. New York City is currently the center of globalization known by many to be the capital of the world. It's often referred to as the capital of the world and is characterized by many things attributed to Mystery Babylon in chapter 17 and 18 of Revelation. Like I said, as we will see. Um, Wikipedia, interestingly, uh, states this about New York City. says, New York City has been described as the cultural... Now pay attention to this. New York City has been described as the cultural, financial, and media capital of the world, significantly influencing commerce, entertainment, research, technology, education, politics, tourism, art, fashion, and sports. Home of the headquarters of the United Nations, New York is an important center for international diplomacy. Okay? So this this verse really sums it up well. I mean, everything we're going to read about uh, Mystery Babylon really fits into what Wikipedia is saying about New York City here, okay? Um, It's, uh, all right, moving on to the next uh, uh, verse here. Revelation 18 verse 3 says, For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Okay, again, this sounds like the description of New York City described by Wikipedia. She is, she is the city that is responsible for spreading her culture, her, um, every, you know, all of her societal things throughout not only the United States, but the rest of the world. Um, the international global corporations and the kings of the earth today rely on this city to make them rich. Okay? This is where they meet. 
New York is where the, like we read, New York is where the United Nations is, where Wall Street is located. I mean, this is where everything happens today. Um, and God says here, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. We've heard a lot about the elite, uh, the establishment, the deep state, and so forth. Well, that's what this is talking about here. It's talking about a connection of kings of the earth, all the rulers of the earth, the international bankers and the international global corporations. They are the ones getting rich by this system of mystery Babylon, not the people. And God calls it fornication, fornication in the spiritual sense. Continuing on to verse uh, 4 through 6 of Revelation 18. I have the verse wrong there. I have Revelation 8. And I think I did that throughout the whole chapter. So if you see that on the slides, I apologize. It's Revelation chapter 18. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. Okay, we read that verse in the beginning, but now we continue on. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her, even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works. In the cup which she hath filled, fill to her double. Cannot help but then, uh, I cannot help but think of how coronavirus is now hitting New York City more than any other place in the United States right now. Um, at some point, when you look at what's done in New York City, where all these heads of the fake media, uh, global corporations, where they all meet to rip us off, to, to uh, hurt, the, hurt the little man, um, this is the place where... Um, or God is going to, at some point, be fed up with everything that she is doing and will ultimately punish her. So when God says, come out of her, my people, I don't just look at this literally as uh, leaving a city. Although if I lived in New York City, I would tell you, looking at what's going on with coronavirus and other things that can happen there, I wouldn't want to be crunched in a big city like that. I think I'd want to live somewhere else, okay? But I also look at this as God telling his people to have nothing to do with this idolatrous system or lifestyle that globalization promotes, okay? He says, come out of her, have nothing to do with her. So instead of being a citizen of the world like many people want to be, and that's why a lot of people live in New York, they consider themselves as like citizens of the world. Um, instead of being a citizen of the world, we should aim to be a citizen of the kingdom of God and focus not on globalization, but on our community, our family, and our country. Okay, that's really how you come out of her. Stop thinking about globalism. Start thinking about God, family, and country. Um, so interestingly, when we read about uh, these angels, these voices coming out of heaven, telling, telling, uh, saying that she's going to be punished for everything that she's done. Um, you know, when you when you have. Uh, when, when, this is really taking. This is really hitting globalism big time because it, globalism just is starting to not make much sense. 
Okay, not making much sense anymore because when you have pestilence or plagues like COVID-19 spreading from nation to nation and shutting down or interrupting supply chains, countries must now uh, re- take, a, take a look at things and say, hey, d- do we really want to be this vulnerable? Do we really want to rely on countries of other nations to supply us our medicines, our medical supplies, and other things that we need? Because if something like this happens again, we're going to be left without anything for our own country to provide for the needs of our people. And now the, now the realization comes home, crap, globalism isn't that great because we're very vulnerable when we have to rely upon international trade and commerce uh, overseas and through airplanes and stuff coming from other countries. Um, it's not a good thing. So let's continue reading on. Revelation 18 verses 7 through 8 says, How much she hath glorified herself. And lived deliciously. Now think about that. How this city not only this this woman not only personifies the city, Mystery Babylon, not it not only personifies many big cities in the United States um, and around the world, but it personifies the attitude of those who have a globalist mentality, those who have a liberal socialist uh, worldview. Okay, they, 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 and those who love to live it up in the world. This is what the, they, they glorify themselves, they glorify sin, and they only live for the pleasures of the flesh. That's why it says she glorified herself and lived deliciously. And I cannot help but think of, you know, you look at some of the youth down in uh, some of these areas where there were spring breakers. Uh, the COVID-19 thing was going on and they were like... Um, um, you know, just that nothing's going to stop them from partying. That's their attitude. We're going to drink it up. We're going to commit fornication. This is our spring break. Nobody's taking these desires from us. Okay. Well, guess what? Those are all shut down now as we speak. So is God, is it's interesting because it seems like God with this COVID-19, he's allowed or has taken away many of the distraction and the idols that Mystery Babylon wants us to be consumed with. Okay, um, I went over it before. The public school systems are shut down that promote this Mystery Babylon agenda. Uh, remember, education, where does it all start from? Probably from New York City. Okay, um, you know, you name it, everything. We don't realize how much this city, New York City, has influenced our country. Um, even that, like the you know, the bankers and those people that finance Hollywood, where do you think they are? They're in New York City, okay? So you could even say Hollywood relies on New York City for its, because some people would say, well, I think Hollywood's the center of sin. That's where it all comes from. Really, all the money and the financing of it comes from New York City. Um, I could go on and on, but um, uh, let's, let's continue reading that verse, actually. I don't think I read. So, God says she has, she has glorified herself. She's lived deliciously. And then he says, So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and I shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire for strong 
is the Lord God who judgeth her. Okay? Um, so God says, hey, she can sit there and say, nothing's going to happen to me. The, this is just going to continue. I'm going to continue going on as, as I do all the time. And, uh, and, and I'm invis- invincible. At some point, God is going to put an end to Mystery Babylon. Now, am I saying that God, this is all New York City and this is the ultimate fulfillment of prophecy will, will be the destruction of New York City? No, I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is when you, when you overlay the types... What made God angry? And you look at the things that Mystery Babylon has done, and I could make a whole list of the things that New York has done and line them up with Mystery Babylon, but I've already done that in some other studies. Um, I'm actually going to, there's going to be a blog, a blog post titled this exact same thing for our study, and I'll have links to those studies and other resources that I'm going to reference here in this study. But the point is, um, Anything that mis- anything that resembles Mystery Babylon, we better stay away from. Otherwise, this will be our fate. Uh, the the um, death, mourning, and famine, and being utterly burned with fire. Okay, so you know it's interesting. The world there is a world famous county in New York actually named Queens. Okay, I just throw that in there uh, for fun, but. Really, when it comes down to it, it's her attitude that is important here. Again, she believes she's so powerful, nothing will stop her. You know, this actually reminds me a little bit of what George H.W. Bush said years ago when he was promoting the New World Order. And speaking of all this torment and sorrow that God said he would bring upon Mystery Babylon, I cannot help but think of... Everything that has happened to the globalists and their systems since the election of Donald Trump. Um, You know, Donald Trump has made it his primary mission to defeat the globalists, to take them down. And, you know, his his slogan is America first or make America great again and so on. And all those things are very detrimental to Mystery Babylon. Um, Continuing on in Revelation chapter uh, 18, verses 17 through 19, um, he says, For in one hour so great riches is come to naught, and every shipmaster, and all the company and ships, and sailors, and as many as trade by sea, stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried, wailing, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein was made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. Now we see how fast things can happen. You know, with the coronavirus and and America being essentially shut down for the most part, that just basically happened overnight. Okay, that's a miniature example of what could happen to Mystery Babylon um, when God finally does lay down the hammer on her completely. Okay, so I, I think it's it's very important that we pay close attention to what happens to global trade now because of the coronavirus. Uh, look at who's crying about this. Is it the people? Is it the citizens? No. It is those who are involved in an in international global trade okay those are the people that are crying and wailing why because now they can't get rich okay 
Um, it's interesting. Um, recently, or since this coronavirus uh, has hurt global trade quite a bit, um, Forbes had an article titled Impact of the Coronavirus on Business. And up here it says, uh, a little clip from this article says, global trade, commerce, tourism, investment, and supply chains in disarray because of the coronavirus. Okay? Um, so they're, they're, they're lamenting that these things are happening, that these things are in disarray right now. Another article from, um, this is uh, foreignpolicy.com. It says the coronavirus is killing globalization as we know it. Now this article is lamenting about it, okay? This is not an anti-globalist uh, website. They're lamenting that this is happening. They say the outbreak has been a gift to nativists, nationalists, and protectionists, and it is likely to have a long-term impact on the free movement of people and goods. Okay, so these are the people that have a stake in globalism. They're lamenting. Um, interesting, they say it's a gift to the nationalists that this has happened. In other words, what they're saying is coronavirus is actually helping nationalism and not globalism. Um, Donald Trump back in 2016 said this about globalism um, in 2016 during his, before he was elected, several months before he was elected, he says our politicians have aggressively pursued, remember the kings of the earth committed fornication with her, okay, now lock that in here, our politicians have aggressively pursued a policy of globalization, moving our jobs, our wealth, and our factories to Mexico and overseas. Globalization has made the financial elite who donate to politicians very wealthy, but it has left millions of our workers with nothing but poverty and heartache. This, this paragraph by Donald Trump, by President Donald Trump, exactly explains what Mystery Babylon does to the people of the world today. It, I mean, this, he's explaining Mystery Babylon here. This is what God said when he said, hey, you know, reward her as she has rewarded you. She's, she's, she's stripped you naked. She's stripped you bare. So now God is eventually going to strip her naked and strip her bare and burn her with fire. Okay? And burn her with fire. Um, interestingly, or that's, it's very interesting. And then um, you move on. And in September of 2019, in his address to the United Nations, I don't have the quote up here, I'm going to read it though, Trump said, the future does not belong to the globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. I mean, that's a very biblical statement. Um, you, you find out all the way back from Genesis chapter 10, God separated the nations. Um, he wanted them to be separate and unique. He didn't want them to all unite into one. In fact, they tried that under Nimrod. They built, remember, they built the Tower of Babel. All the nations came together and then God scattered them as they became too powerful and, and full of pride. Okay? Okay. Um, 
The World Trade Org, he continues on here in this speech, he says, the World Trade Organization needs drastic change. The second largest economy in the world, he's referring to China, should not be permitted to declare itself a developing country in order to game the system at others' expense. He says, for years, these abuses were tolerated, ignored, or even encouraged. Globalism exerted, now check this out, globalism exerted a religious pull over past leaders, causing them to ignore their own national interests. He says that so perfectly because that's what Mystery Babylon really is to them. It's a religion. It's a form of worship. Okay? Um, so this is, this is very important. We need to be alert at, as to what's going on. If none of this happens, if globalism doesn't fall, um, the, then at least what you'll get out of all this is understanding what globalism is and what God has to say about globalism in the book of Revelation and how that one day it ultimately will fall, it will fail, okay? If not, um, if not uh, failing at, before our very eyes, we'll have to see. Um, he continues on, he says, Today I have a message for those... Now, now think about this. He's talking to the, all of the kings of the world here at the United Nations. These people who are committing fornication with Mystery Babylon. He's addressing Mystery Babylon's um, constituents here. Okay, The people that are going in unto her. And guess where he is? At the United Nations in where New York City. And no doubt, I mean, this is God's man for the hour of really sticking it to the globalists. And then some would say, well, he's from New York. He's part of the system. Okay. Uh, well, if you look at what he's doing, he's, yeah, he grew up in the system. He was from the system. He admits that. But now he has turned against the system because of, uh, of what, of how, of how that system has been used to hurt America. Okay. Um, anyway, so he says, Today I have a message for the open border activists who cloak themselves in the rhetoric of social justice. Your policies are not just. Your policies are cruel and evil. You are empowering criminal organizations that prey on innocent men, women, and children. You put your false sense of virtue, the mystery Babylon, right? She thought she was virtuous. I'm a queen, okay? I'm a queen. I'm royalty. I'm virtuous. Um, and that's what these people that believe in social justice, they all walk around with, this, uh, with their chin up thinking that they are so virtuous, okay? He says, you put your own false sense of virtue before the lives, well-being of countless innocent people. When you undermine border security, you are undermining human rights and human dignity. What a rebuke to Mystery Babylon. We've never witnessed a leader rebuke the globalists like we've witnessed Donald Trump do over and over and over again. It wasn't just here at the United Nations. He does it at his rallies. He does it on TV when he's nailing the, the fake media, which are owned by the globalists, okay? The CNN and all those uh, organizations, those are, um, those are corporate-owned, globalist corporation 
They are owned by globalist corporations, all of those uh, major media outlets. Okay, um, Very important to know that. Okay, continuing on, Revelation chapter 18. I actually have the verse right here this time. Revelation 18, verses 20 through 21. God says, Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her, and a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city, Babylon, be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Now, which makes me think, are we witnessing the downfall of globalism right now? Well, I don't know. We'll have to see. We know that they're suffering. We know they're hurting. They're complaining about it. We're reading articles about them complaining about it. Um, but um, if globalism does fail at this point, um, it's probably, and, and if the end doesn't come right after that, uh, we'll, we'll likely see another city arise somewhere that will actually be Mystery Babylon the Great in its ultimate fulfillment. So that's something we need to look, look, uh, look out at. Um, but based off of everything I've witnessed since uh, Donald Trump's election in 2016, it appears that God is on the move judging the globalists. And a lot of people are afraid right now. A lot of people are looking at the coronavirus as, oh, now the globalists are going to they're gonna institute no cash. They're going to institute the mark of the beast and all this stuff. It's going to be martial law. But, but I, you know, at this point, I just don't see that happening. Now, um, I could be wrong, and I'll admit it if I'm wrong, but I've seen God's momentum and his thrust being... Uh, uh, aimed against the globalists. So I have no reason to believe that all of a sudden now he's turning and he's going to now just punish America. It seems like he's, he's exposing the globalists. He's punishing the globalists in many different ways right now. Coronavirus may be one of them. Okay, so let's read the beautiful conclusion here. Revelation 18, verses 22 and 23. And the voice of the harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall no more, shall be heard no more at all in thee, and no craftsman. Now this is, this is Babylon, that great city. No longer are you going to hear them playing their music, singing their songs, uh, or whatever craft he be shall be found any more in thee, and the sound of the millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. And the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For Now check this out. This is the important verse that I want you to pay attention to. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. This is, these are the global corporations that trade by sea, that have their, their globalist um, supply chain set up. These are the people that God says are deceiving the world. Why? Just so they can get rich, so they can have power. And God doesn't like that. He doesn't approve of that. And guess where many of these ships come in and where they trade and how they do other business? Right there in Wall Street in New York City. Okay? Um, so in other words, summing up this verse, 
Mystery Babylon will be destroyed and all those who try to get us to sing to her song, to tap to her beat, uh, will no longer be heard again. Will no longer be the the mainstream fake news media will no longer have to hear them uh, promoting Mystery Babylon, uh, lying for her, giving her all the fake news, telling us that globalism is great, so they can get rich and so that they can bring us, so that they can uh, bring Mystery Babylon's plagues upon us. Okay, so God, in conclusion here, God says, "Come out of her, my people." And you know what? I cannot help but think, why did he say come out of her in the beginning? He said, so that you receive not of her plagues. Okay? This, I mean, think about it. If if it weren't for globalism, coronavirus wouldn't even probably be in America right now. We wouldn't have that travel going back from China to America, China to America, the people that brought that disease from China to America. It most likely that disease, the coronavirus, COVID-19, would have been contained right there in China. But because of globalism, it, it reached around the world, okay? And it's so, to me, I think of this as sort of like a man who gets plagued by a sec, by sexual, he gets plagued with sexual diseases after sleeping with a whorish woman, and he asks himself, uh, why did I do that? Why would I, now I'm suffering um, because I went in unto that harlot for those few moments of pleasure, whatever it was in his mind. Now he's suffering with sexual diseases, okay? And um, it's the same with globalism today. Many people are seduced by her. They think that it's a beautiful, glamorous thing. It'll, it'll give us all these cheap thrills that are really worth it. But in the end, we get plagued with diseases while the pimps or the financial elite and the fake news media end up with our wealth. Is it really worth it? Do we really want to live under the delusion of Mystery Babylon the Great? I hope America keeps changing course. I hope we say no. No longer do we want to be plagued by the filth and the diseases of Mystery Babylon this message was a blessing to you if so please like share and leave your comments below we'd love to hear from you until next time my friends stay in his word every single day so that you can be a christian overcomer